You're listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of 770 CHQR. Back with you on The Strong Room on 770 CHQR. I'm Wayne Nelson, and my guest today is Macmillan Estate Planning Legal Counsel Henry Villanueva, and we've been talking business. Now, before the break, we talked about the different kinds of businesses that a person can set up. There is a sole proprietorship, there's a partnership, and under that partnership heading, there is limited and general partnership. So we've moved on now to the next stage of a business structure, and that is corporation. So let's talk a little bit about the pros and cons of setting up a corporation. Well, we've discussed sole proprietorship and partnership, and I've emphasized that the owners of these structures may be personally liable for certain debts of the business. And if the intention of the businessman is now to minimize this personal liability, well, setting up a corporation may be right for you. A corporation is an entity that is separate and distinct from the owners themselves. The owners of a corporation are essentially called shareholders and they own shares of stock. Okay. While the owners of a sole proprietorship are uh, the individual themselves and of the partnership called the partners. All right. So we've got that limited liability aspect to incorporating. That's right. So owners of a corporation or the shareholders are uh, exposed up to the extent of their investment in the shares of stock of the company. So the shareholders, unless they do something out of the ordinary, are only liable or the only amounts that they may lose are limited to the amount of their initial investment. Now, when setting up a corporation, it can be set up on a very minimal scale or a much larger uh, entity. And on a minimal scale, uh, you could invest, hey, I'm putting in a buck and my other uh shareholders are going to put in a buck. That's correct. Uh, We have had quite a couple of experiences like that, Wayne. Usually what happens is when an individual wants to set up a corporation, it's just him or him and his wife, and they usually subscribe shares of stock for $1. And then once they do business, the, the corporation grows and their shares of stock are now not valued at $1, but maybe $10,000 or up to a million dollars, depending on how uh, good they do business. What someone has to be mindful in regard to a corporation is not just the individual who owns it, the shareholders, but also on who the other characters are. And these other characters include directors and officers of the corporation. I told you that shareholders are the owners of the business and one of their tasks is to vote who the directors are. And these directors are mainly the individuals who will run the business uh, strategically. So the directors being the primary movers of the corporation, then in a larger corporation would vote who the officers are, and that would include the president, vice president, secretary, and or treasurer. So when you set up a corporation, it's not as simple as just having a sole proprietorship. It is not as simple as having that partnership. There's a lot more going into it. It's more expensive to set up as well. That's correct. When you do a when you set up a corporation, there's quite a couple of steps that uh, are involved, and that includes registering the corporation at Alberta Corporate Registries. And before you can do that, you have two options in regard to a name. 
you can choose a default numbered company and it can be called 12345678 Alberta LTD or Corp. Or you can do a search, a name search, and uh, put a name to your company, which is always a fun thing to do. And you have to make sure that that name has not been taken by someone else. And there is a, a registry department. Nuance is where you go online to uh, determine if that name is held by someone else. And if it is, you've got to be a little bit more creative. That's right. You have to be creative. Usually what corporate registries requires when individuals want to set up a named company is at least three names. So choose your three favorite names and they can be uh, different forms of the one and the same name. But uh, we need a name that is available and not taken either in the province of Alberta. And what I even recommend is not taken in the other provinces of Canada as well. A little bit more due diligence. That's right. A a little bit more due diligence goes a long way. Issues with using a similar name could be some potential litigation over trade names in the future or another corporation in the future uh, saying that you're taking advantage of their name to benefit your corporation. Now, one thing that is often overlooked when one or two individuals set up a corporation is some of the detail that goes into running that corporation. And that would be having a regular meeting of the shareholders or the one or two people who are who have formed that company uh, and recording minutes. Mm-hmm. How often should that be done? Well, we always recommend that minutes be recorded for every director and shareholder meeting. Uh, and what one has to be mindful when setting up a corporation as well is ensuring that one has what's called a corporate minute book. Now, corporate minute book is similar to uh, the life story of the corporation. It includes the certificate of incorporation when it was first registered. It includes bylaws that uh, uh show the policies of the the corporation. Uh, It would have, as you mentioned, minutes of meetings of the shareholders, directors, and officers. It would also have the share certificates that are issued to the shareholders. The minute book Wayne also would contain ledgers of uh, the directors on who um, was elected and when, as well as who left the company and uh, who the officers are as well. So the advantages, tax advantages, uh, you referred to that a little bit earlier, Henry. Let's talk about those in a little bit more detail. So having a corporate entity gives uh, the owners a lot of flexibility as far as uh, tax strategies. And these are available because you're able to manage uh, two entities. You have, number one, the corporation as a separate entity, and number two, the owners, the shareholders, as another entity. We're all familiar with individual income tax and individual income tax, your tax at your personal tax bracket, depending on the income you made during that year. However, if you add the corporation in the mix of tax planning, you're able to integrate other forms of income. You're able to integrate income through dividends, you're able to incorporate income through salaries. And because of these various forms of cash flow to the owner, you're able to minimize the tax exposure of these individuals. It's a lot more work. The net result, though, when you were counseling uh, one of your clients who came in, they were a sole proprietorship, wondering how to transition their sole proprietorship to their children. Much easier with a corporation. Much easier with a corporation, for sure. And not just that, it's not just about transferring the assets of the business or transferring the business. It's also about transferring 
uh, the goodwill that the business has built throughout the years. The business is not just uh, mom and dad. The business is the community recognizing the brand. The business is about being able to do more with the community because of what you've done in the past. And it's because of these reasons that a corporation is one of the most commonly recommended business structure for for individuals who want to uh, continue on a legacy or start a business. Now, when you have someone coming into McMillan Estate Planning and they have a sole proprietorship or they have uh, a limited or general partnership and you take a look at the business and you recognize that, you know, this may not be the best setup for you guys for what you want in the future. How easy then is it to transition that from those forms of of, uh, of business into a corporation? At Macmillan, we take a very holistic approach. We understand uh, the family. We, uh, we talk to them about their goals and objectives. And if one of their objectives is to have the family continue on with the business, uh, we do a couple of things. And among those are a tax analysis on how much taxes they would have been paying or are paying as a sole proprietor or partnership and how much taxes they would be paying if their business was incorporated. So if the numbers... Uh, show good results, then on a financial aspect, setting up a corporation would work for them. But aside from the financial benefits, we also talk about uh, legacy planning for the family and for the kids. And we talk about if this is what mom and dad wants, is this also what the kids want? Do the kids want to take over the business or do they want to venture in their own careers separate from mom and dad's? All right. These are the kind of questions that can be addressed at any of the seminars that Macmillan Estate Planning hosts throughout the year. The next one, the Macmillan team will be in Edmonton on Tuesday, April 23rd at 6 p.m. and in Calgary on Thursday, April 25th at 6.30 p.m. You can register online at macmillanestate.com. That's Macmillan spelled M-A-C-M-I-L-L-A-N. Or in Calgary, you can contact the office weekdays during business hours to pre-register 403-266-6464. That's it for this week. Thanks for joining us on The Strong Room on 770 CHQR.